This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, October 30th, 2009. I'm Caleb Brown. President Obama has made good on his pledge to stop raiding medical marijuana facilities, at least those in full compliance with state laws. Obama is not a federalist, though, so what should we take it to mean that federal agents appear to be stepping down, deferring to state authority? Aaron Houston is Director of Government Relations at the Marijuana Policy Project. He visited the Cato Institute last week. When Obama came into office uh, in January of 2009 uh, and appointed Eric Holder, uh, soon thereafter the White House and the Department of Justice uh, announced the uh, new policy that the president was making good on his campaign pledge to uh, end these DEA raids, uh, which were a senseless use of uh, waste of uh, government resources, uh, and uh, not to mention an extremely heavy-handed enforcement tactic uh, for what are essentially um, administrative violations of state law in California. Uh, so immediately after he announced that uh, in March, uh, after Eric Holder announced the new policy, uh, there was a raid by a conducted uh, basically uh, by the uh, DEA, which was still headed by a Bush holdover, uh, Michelle uh, Leonhardt, who still actually heads the DEA to this day uh, as the interim director, uh, waiting for Obama to make an appointment. Uh, and at, at this point, just a week ago, or uh, just several days ago, excuse me, uh, uh, the written guidelines were released, uh, which memorialize and formalize this policy that was announced back in March. Uh, which was uh, great, greeted with great cheer uh, from our side uh, because it really is a nod to states' rights uh, to a certain extent, a federalist uh, tendency to uh, give the deference to the state officials and uh, the state laws. So we're, we're very pleased with it. You mentioned federalism. As I understand it, there's no mention of federalism by President Obama, by his uh, officials. If federalism is at all in play here, it is only as an afterthought uh, for making what I think probably is a pretty reasonable political move to not target people who are sick. Sure. Yeah, no, it's it's not addressed at all in the in the black and white of the memo uh, whatsoever. But I mean, certainly in practice, uh, de facto, you, you, you couldn't deny that um, it is a step towards uh, loosening the uh, very draconian federal stance towards contradictory state laws um, that we've seen not just during the George W. Bush administration, but also. Uh, frankly, during the Bill Clinton administration, which had one of the worst positions on medical marijuana, uh, perhaps worse even than George W. Bush. Conservatives, I think, are left in sort of a weird position by this. And some of the response that I read from conservatives was particularly striking, given uh, the nature of, the, of, of, of what's actually contained within the policy. These are people who normally would be applauding the federal government for standing down when states want to uh, set rules uh, on their own. But some people were arguing, oh, this is an affront to the rule of law, as if prosecutors, even federal prosecutors, don't have limited budgets and have to apply those budgets across many uh, types of crime and uh, and make use of those resources in uh, as efficient and effective way that they, they possibly can. And uh, it sort of left conservatives, I thought, arguing on behalf of uh, big government, at least when it came to uh, prosecuting crimes that, you know, maybe really aren't deserving of those resources. Well, I like to call Republicans who 
support uh, the war on marijuana users, nanny state liberals, um, and I know that they don't they don't like that uh, they don't like that moniker, but it seems like a fair one given the record. Uh, and you know, frankly, you know, anyone who's getting into the getting into the lives and the decisions that people make uh, between themselves, between their spouses, between their doctors, whatever it is, uh, you know, we're talking about uh, a, a certain element of statism, and uh, that's approaching some fairly scary poli- political beliefs. We, we, and, and you know, the, the Republican Party would do very well for itself uh, to return to some of its uh, Barry Goldwater roots. Uh, you know, where conservatives actually meant uh, people who were questioning the role of federal government and big government uh, in a reasonable way and the exercise of federal power in a reasonable way, uh, that would that would probably get them more voters than than this uh, uh, extremist uh, culture war position that they've taken for so long. And I think you see a lot of people in the Republican Party moving away from that. Okay, it's clear that President Obama is not a federalist. He maybe have been a constitutional law professor at one time, but he certainly does not uh, advocate on behalf of the Tenth Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. Um, but also the actual wording of this uh, memo that you're talking about, uh, Radley Balco had, had talked about this and, and said basically, well, what interpretation of uh, state law they're going to use? Some DA had said that hundreds of medical marijuana dispensaries were in violation of the state law and that— So it, it would open the door for the feds to come in and—, and do what they would like to do, which is raid these facilities. They said they would not raid facilities that were in compliance with a state law, that, but were not in compliance with federal law. So what evidence do we have that uh, they're not, the federal government is in fact not leaving itself a whole lot of loopholes here? Well, luckily, we, we live in a society where we, we, we fortunately still have judges who can put checks uh, on the actions of overzealous prosecutors. Um, and I think what you see in the case of L.A. Um, is very clearly, uh, by any reasonable bound of, you know, uh, uh, of logic, I mean, looking at this, you'd have to say that a city attorney or district attorney declaring summarily that, 18, uh, that, that 800 medical marijuana dispensaries all are in violation of, of, of state law is, is simply ridiculous. How, how possibly could that person have that knowledge that, in fact, each one of them is, is in violation of state law? And fortunately, uh, and, and by the way, you know, there is some disagreement out there. Uh, there was a dispensary ban recently passed by the city council. Uh, a judge said it wasn't proper recently and overturned it. So, uh, you know, there are there is disagreement among reasonable people out there. And fortunately, we think we're, you know, more more reasonable heads are prevailing sometimes. I don't think that uh, federal officials could, with a straight face, uh, go and raid all of those 800 dispensaries claiming that uh, somehow they've had carte blanche to do so because some overzealous prosecutor just declares them to be illegal. Well, he doesn't have that power. Uh, that, that's not, it's not an appropriate, uh, it would not be an appropriate basis for them to exercise that, that power. Well, appropriate or not, the federal government will use some interpretation of deciding whether or not a state law has been violated. Is there anything in the memo that tells us they're going to wait oh, yeah. for a conviction? Well, no, the, but but at least the memo lays out, uh, at, at least it does lay out the uh, the prospect that 
there has to there has to be in fact violation of state law. It, it, the memo does not say if the LA city attorney says that the, the, all 800 dispensaries are illegal that they can go and get, it doesn't it doesn't say that if some prosecutor says that they're illegal they're illegal. It, it's it says that if there's a violation of state law then the then the federal officials can can go in. Um, obviously, this is not perfect, and and fortunately, uh, one of our strong champions in Congress, U.S. Representative Sam Farr, a uh, bill that would uh, basically create a protection uh, in federal law uh, in the U.S. Code for medical marijuana patients who uh, go into federal court. Currently, uh, there's a gag on federal patients, their caregivers, their doctors. They cannot talk about the fact that their activities uh, completely legal under state law are in fact legal under state law. They're not allowed to mention that in federal court right now. So uh, this would actually create a protection, uh, a legal protection for people who, uh, because perhaps of ambiguities in the state law, uh, are caught up in the federal net uh, and then are actually allowed to discuss honestly and openly, which they ought to be able to do. And I think most Americans would think already that they have that ability, that defendants in, in federal court would have the ability to freely mention their uh, completely legal activities under state law. I think most Americans would be outraged at the lack of equity uh, that we currently have. So, so uh, Congressman Farr's bill uh, would, in our view, correct that uh, injustice. Aaron Houston is Director of Government Relations at the Marijuana Policy Project. He visited the Cato Institute last week. You can read and see more on drug policy, federalism, and medical marijuana at Cato.org.